You're listening to The Dog Mom Show. So finish up that Amazon order, throw your hair in a bun, and cuddle up next to your dog. Welcome to The Dog Mom Show, the weekly podcast talking to dog moms, industry experts, and dog influencers, sharing advice and insights to help you be the best dog mom ever. I'm your host, Chanda Gunter. Don't forget to check us out on the web at thedogmomshow.com and on Instagram at thedogmomshow. Feel free to ask us questions and give us feedback on what topics you want to learn more about. All right, so y'all have heard of that National Days calendar, right? You know, the calendar that like tells you all the weird National Days, like if it's National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day or whatever it is. So I I saw something online today that said, you know, in addition to, you know, today's Ash Wednesday, but it's also National Margarita Day and like National Supermarket Employee Day. And anyway, just so I got to looking at the National Days calendar and Uh, So Monday was Love Your Pet Day, which I find a little bit strange because shouldn't you love your pet like every day? You know what I mean? Like just that one day out of the anyway. So I just thought that was a little strange. Um, And then like yesterday was Grain Free Day, which brings up the topic of, you know, should you feed your dog, you know, grain free or not? I'd love to have that conversation with someone. And then tomorrow is Dog Biscuit Day, National Dog Biscuit Day. So don't forget to uh, give your dog a nice little treat. Today, we're talking with a dog mom who recently adopted a new puppy after losing her 14-year-old dog. We're going to talk about the heartbreak, uh, when's the right time to get a new dog, how you go about choosing a puppy, and then, of course, all the challenges that come with raising a puppy. So today our guest is Gina Casal, who also happens to be my best friend. Welcome, Gina. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad that you're here because we're gonna talk about Pepper, which was your 14 year old dog. And Mm -hmm. Pepper, Pepper was such a great dog. And uh, so first of all, just tell us about Pepper. Don't cry. I'm not crying. It's okay. No, cry, he was a really cry. good dog. We weren't sure what his breed was. We suspect he was half border collie, but I think he was the Australian Shepherd too. So he was just a really good, energetic, loving dog. He lived until he was almost fourteen or fifteen. Oh wow, almost fifteen. Yeah, wow, almost fifteen. When was mm-hmm. his birthday? His birthday was March sixth. Mm-hmm. So okay, so we're coming up. When was, okay, is it okay to ask when was... You can can ask me anything about him. Okay, when did he pass? He passed away January of 2021. Okay, so so he did, you just came across his anniversary. Yes. Okay. Well, Pepper was, um, he was definitely a quirky dog. Um, He had some funny behaviors that I remember witnessing, uh, especially like whenever you would like attempt to leave the house. Yes. As soon as he saw me get a pair of shoes, he knew we were leaving. So it's not just he would he knew you were leaving. He would lose his ever loving mind. He would. Major separation anxiety. Oh, yes. it was funny because he, you, you would either, like, if you just put your shoes on, you may not even go, leaving. You're just, like, going outside or going to the garage. You put your shoes on. He starts barking like crazy and yes. loses his mind. You grab your keys, your purse. <laughs> he would lose it. He would. So, yeah. I always like to joke that he had Stockholm Syndrome. So, <laughs> I didn't meet Pepper until he was two. He was my husband's dog before him and I got together. So he would always go to work with my husband. He they did everything together. So Aww. he was never left alone. 
So he had so him as once, a puppy. He got him when he was about two months old. Aww. Yeah. Okay. So after my husband and I got married and I was pregnant and we had our son, the dog started to stay home with me. So I feel mm-hmm. like he fell in <laughs> love with his captor. Like I was there, he was with me. And so when I would leave, he's like, what's happening? Nobody's ever left me before. Why are you going? And he just developed that bond with me where he did not want me leaving the room. He didn't want me doing anything. Because so, he didn't. So her husband's name is Brett. So Brett would leave and he didn't lose his mind. No, because it was just he would you. usually go with Brett. Like right, I said, like first, Brett would go to work and he didn't bark or go crazy. Uh, no, I mean, he might you know, get a little nervous and jump around, but nothing like when I left the house. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Even if Brett is at home, it's not like he's going to be left home alone. It's just you leaving. Me leaving. He's, yeah, he's just, mm-hmm. he would lose it. So He Aww. would. He loved you so much. He did. <laughs> and I remember the moment he fell in love with me. I remember okay. it like it was yesterday. What? Tell us. So my husband and I were dating at the time and I was over at his house and... We were laying in bed watching TV and Pepper came up and he laid on top of me. And so I remember taking the tips of his ears and just massaging them. And he fell asleep on top of me for a good while where I couldn't move because I was like, this is the sweetest thing that's ever happened. I'm not moving. You can't. Oh, no. No. (laughs) So he fell asleep on top of me just from me, like rubbing the tips of his ears. And after that, it was like. He was in love with me. I hung the moon. He wanted nothing to do with my husband. It was all about me. Yes. That is so cute. It was. It was. Oh, Pepper. That is so cute. Okay. And so, so what happened? His health, obviously he was older. And so his health started declining. And that's it. He just, he got old. There wasn't anything wrong with him. He wasn't sick. He just, he was old. Yeah. You know, it got to the point where his hips were giving out. He couldn't jump anymore. Um, We would have to carry him to go to the bathroom because he just couldn't make it. He would stand where he was and have the accident. And so, yeah, it was just old age. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So when you you decided to um, have him put to sleep, right, which is always a hard decision, to make as to when to make that decision if you need to make that decision and then even more so like should you be there should the family be there should your kids be there so tell us a little bit about that so we knew i mean once he started just he couldn't walk anymore like i said we had to carry him he was having accidents and we just knew you know he he couldn't go on anymore so we had made an appointment with our vet to have him put to sleep and i think the worst thing we did was we waited a week we said okay we're gonna do this but let's do it next weekend so we've got this whole week with them and looking back that was very hard on us and i think it was hard on him i don't think it was fair of us to do that damn like we just wanted to keep him around as long as possible but with his health declining that the way it was i feel selfish now because he was in pain and i feel like we just sort of prolonged that but it was hard on us too because it was every day we had to see him like this and we would cry and so i wish we had just maybe waited a day or two and mm-hmm. laid him to yeah. rest you know and I, I i think that's very common when when people have to make that decision is you 
I've heard it multiple times that people felt selfish. They felt like they had done it. They should have done it sooner. I, I even had the same uh, same issue with Bevo when we had to put uh, my dog uh, Bevo down and he, he had liver cancer and it was really, really bad. The problem was that my husband was in Afghanistan at the time and he was coming home. And so I wanted to wait because I really wanted him to be there. Right. And so we waited again, like you said, about a week. Um, and he had just lost so much weight where he was just basically skin and bones. But I guess I kind of justified it to myself because he was still very playful despite that. And, you know, it's like he was all there in his mind and everything, but his body just was failing him. And so literally the day that, you know, he came, my husband came home, then, you know, we went ahead and, and took care of it. But yeah, afterwards, I felt the same thing. I felt a little bit selfish, right? you know, because it was hard on him, so right we just we didn't want to say goodbye i mean it was just it was such a hard thing and my son you know he's never experienced anything like that with anybody or anything dying so it was yeah. very hard on him because he was 10 at the time yeah so yeah it now, was, just, was it, he there for the process no okay we didn't have okay. him there just because of his age and i really think that would have been hard on him mm -hmm. so he said his goodbyes we had him go over to my sister's house while we had it done. So no, we yeah. didn't have him there. It was just my husband okay. and I. Because I know that's always a big question is should you have your, your kids involved? And um, I know that with, um, again, with Bevo, our kids were there, but our kids were teenagers and they all wanted to be there. We had a whole conversation about it and it was hard on everybody, of course. Right, and I think had he been older and he was able to make that decision knowing now what he didn't know then i yeah. think you know i i would leave it up to him now but just being so young i didn't feel yeah. that he needed to be there to see it yeah no i i would agree with that i think it's it's hard and that's an individual you know um for every family needs to make you know that decision for themselves but i i would agree with that so um after after losing pepper then you know obviously that affects your family and it takes time before you're ready for a new dog and i remember you telling me i know i want to get another dog but just not right now which totally understandable you know what i mean but and it it was what a year before you got another dog a year and a half a year and we a half a year and a half yeah and even and so then i really didn't want one i just really? you know I always knew we would get one, but then I have it going through my mind. Okay, now what are we going to do about vacations? And when we go out, who's that, that whole thing? It was that whole yeah. process. But we also wanted our son to grow up with a dog because mm -hmm. my son, Blake and Pepper, I think they just coexisted together because Pepper mm -hmm. was four when Blake was born. And they really, from that time, they wanted nothing to do with each other <laughs> until Blake was older. Around yeah. the time that Pepper started to get really bad, he was more affectionate towards my son, but they just, they never bonded. So we wanted Blake to have a dog that was his, that he could grow up with. So yeah. that's, that's how we based our decision on when and the time yeah. to do it well that, yeah that that makes sense i mean i know for for me uh like when we lost bevo i think it was about four months before and then we got lucy uh, my golden retriever 
And, but, you know, I had, you know, again, teenagers, then they were all raring to go. I was not really ready. At the same time, I wanted a dog and kind of like you, like the kids were ready to go. And actually my daughter, Brittany is the one who, it was her friend who had golden retrievers and uh, puppies. And so she's like, like, can we just go look? Can we please just go look? And I'm like, fine. So we go and look. And then, you know, a few hours later, we come home with the puppies, <laughs> um, you know, no willpower. Yeah, no, no, come on. I will never forget that experience either because I we they were in the backyard. We went to these people's backyard and Lucy was one of 12 in her litter. And I remember walking into this backyard and 12 golden retriever puppies come running at me. And That's I just like, like heaven right there. Yeah. Absolutely. I dropped to my knees and I was like, we're taking one home. That peppy <laughs> breath great. alone, but... 12 puppy breath yes oh yeah oh man it was just amazing i'll never forget that <laughs> it was great so um okay so it took you a year and a half and then y'all decided okay it's we're we're ready to do this what was the next step so what, how, how did you go about finding a puppy so my ex-sister-in-law fosters dogs she is the biggest dog lover that I've ever met in my entire life. So she fosters dogs through the rescues and everything over here in our area. So I had reached out to her to find out, you know, which rescues were the best, what she recommended. So she gave me a couple of rescues. So I logged on and it basically had me go through Pet Finder. So I went through Pet Finder to find- This is the website? Pet Finder, it is, right? Pet Finder is the website. So, you know, it just has you plug in what area you're in, what kind of dogs you're looking for, which I really didn't have a preference of dog. It just, whatever we mm -hmm. found. So it gave us a list and we just went through and looked at all the different dogs, reached out to the rescues and we just went from there. We found a dog that we wanted to look at, which is the dog that we have now. And okay. Yeah. And so what is his name? His name is Xander. Xander. Mm -hmm. He is so cute. Now. Okay. It, do you know what breed he is? So we do not. I need to get his okay. DNA done. When yeah. he was two months old, when we rescued him, mm -hmm. when we went through the agency, the agency had told us that he was a shepherd mix. So mm -hmm. we're like, okay. When we got to the foster family's house, they were like, no, we think he's a lab mix. And then when I took him to a trainer at one point because he was out of control, but that was a complete disaster. That's a different story. <laughs> so the trainer said, I think he has great Pyrenees in him. All I know is he's huh. nine months old, 70 pounds, and he's huge. <laughs> Oh yes. My yes. Maybe he does have the Pyrenees in him. I'm thinking well, he does. And, and maybe Shepard, maybe he has all of them in there. Yeah, I definitely yeah. do one of those DNA tests. I did an embarked DNA test on, on my dog. But uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, suggest doing that because yes. they're, they're really fun to read. And I wish we would have had that done with Pepper. So I know definitely we're going to have it done with Xander. So, okay, different question. You said you adopted him at two months old. So mm -hmm. was he in the shelter before? Like, you he know, wasn't he wasn't in the shelter. He was at a foster family's. So he was born. They found him down in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, oh, him and okay. his siblings were born in a ditch. So, what? yes, they were found in a ditch. As oh, my gosh. Baby was mom babies. with them? Mom was with them. And what they believe is the grandmother is with them. 
So they really? rescued them from the ditch and they transported them up here to Dallas. And wow. they all, yes, the mom, the grandmother, and all the puppies. He had six siblings. They were all with the same foster family. Oh my goodness. Well, that's mm-hmm. a great foster family to take oh, on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All of that for sure. Wow. Born in a ditch. That mm-hmm. is, I didn't know this. This is crazy. Yep. Wow. All right. Okay. So, um, so you got him. He's now nine months old. You named him Xander. Well, that was the name he came with. Okay. That's what the foster family named him. Okay. Brett and I wanted to change his name and our son was having none of it. So <laughs> really? it was a big debate and a big fight. But ultimately we thought, you know what? This is his dog. If yeah. he wants the name, he we're going to keep the name. What were you? What did you want to name him? We were going to name him Rip. Uh, I can't talk. Ripley. Ripley. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. I like that. Rip. Yeah. Oh, like Yellowstone. Okay. Love it. It's also yeah. because he likes to rip things up. So that's where <laughs> it came from. He's very destructive. <laughs> okay. We're going to, we're going to, okay. We're going to, let's, let's just get to that. Okay. So okay. now you have a new puppy. You have a name. And so, and Blake and Xander are bonding. Yes. They have bonded. Perfect. Their bonding is roughhousing. Oh, they wrestle. Okay. So, yes. But okay. the dog, being still very much a puppy, likes to bite. Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with right now. And it's not that he's biting to be vicious. He's just, mm-hmm. that's how he thinks you play. But he yeah. hurts. And when he gets too crazy, Blake doesn't want to be near him. He's like, yeah. nope, I, I don't want anything to do with him. He's acting too crazy. So we're trying to break him of this habit of jumping up and biting and Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that is hard. Cause I, I have a seven month old puppy as well and kind of a similar situation. Now mine is she she's a bulldog and um she I haven't weighed her in a while. I, last time I weighed her was probably a good month ago and she was 41 pounds. My guess is she's probably around 50 pounds now. Mm-hmm. And she still thinks she's, you know, like a two month old puppy. And so she's out of control. She runs all over the place. She'll jump on you. But when she jumps on you, you know, she knocks you over. Right. And yeah, so we're, we're, we're kind of in the same boat. <laughs> so let me ask you this, though. Do the other dogs that you have put her in her place? They, yeah, they will um, if if she gets to be too rambunctious. Of course, they all are, you know, they play with each other and they can be rough. They can be rough with each other, which is great. You don't have that option. You know, mm-hmm. you have your son playing with them. But um, in our case, if she gets too rough, then they'll, well, they'll like snap at her and say, yo, you know, don't, don't, don't mess with me there. So, for example, when she was a little bit younger, um, she bit dude on or around his um his balls <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong spot to do that <laughs> yeah and he raged at her <laughs> understandably but i didn't know what happened at first i was like what i knew she was behind him and i mean she was probably like three and a half months old at the time so she was still pretty young and he turned around and just it just <laughs> went after him and I well, was like she didn't Whoa. know no she just she thought the little dangling things and thought they were toys <laughs> trying to swat at him <laughs> exactly and I mean he didn't hurt her or anything it was definitely more of a warning but she knows even though she's basically the, almost the same size she's not as heavy as as him but you know she's basically the same size and he he she knows that you know he's kind of 
the boss around here, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I'll, I will tell you, this is my one big tip for for anybody when it for for behavior issues and this works for our dogs but not on everything and we have a little squirt bottle and if they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing we'll just squirt them and we don't even have to like this just just the sound it's not like we have to directly squirt them with the water but just the sound that it makes that sound and they'll stop whatever it is that they're doing so so i've actually tried that method with sander and it doesn't Uh phase him because he loves really? the water. Oh yeah. See, I like the water. Other people. Mm-hmm. So, That's so weird. my mother. This is probably about a month ago. She was at the hairdresser, and she called me and said that her hairdresser is friends with somebody that trains dogs, and okay. for dogs that are unruly, you know, like they bite and they jump and they just they don't listen. She said, get a little can and put like screws or pennies or beads or something in that metal can and when they act up shake it at them okay and so a few days ago i actually tried it and it worked like a charm really he does not like that sound he stopped immediately what he was doing and left the room and went and laid down wow so i've been carrying a little jar with some (laughs) beads in it so when he acts up or he goes to bite my son, shake it at him and he stops. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've never heard that one before. I, I hadn't either. Try that. All right. I mean, I oh, don't get in his face and, you know, freak him yeah. out with it. I just you could be shake it across the room and yep. just shake it. Yeah. Yep. And he does like, not like it one bit. Interesting. I like mm-hmm. that. We're going to have to have, what, what was the, what's this girl's name? We're going to have to bring her on the show to give us the I, tips. I'm not sure. It's my mother's hairdresser's friend. I have no idea who it is. <laughs> my, my mother's cousin's yeah. best friend's sister. Twice removed. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. We're going to have to do some research there. All right. So what, what other, is that like your biggest challenge? Are there any other challenges that you're having? Uh, yes. He likes to tear shit up i'm sorry can i curse he likes to tear shit up we cannot leave anything out he will rip it up my husband's handkerchiefs every single one of them have holes in them socks they're missing papers destroyed he doesn't care what it is the wood pile before I got on this call with you, I had to go in the backyard and pick up all the wood that he pulled off the wood pile and choose. Okay, what is it with wood and dogs and they just chew it up? I don't get it at all. I don't Maybe either. The same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's funny, like with Sugar, my seven-month-old puppy, she is notorious for being a bandit thief. She will take every... We go out... Okay, so... I. You're in Dallas. I'm in Salt Lake City. We've got snow on the ground. And I cannot wait until spring because we're going to find so many things in the backyard. She will take (laughs) socks out there. She takes all the dog toys out there. Um, I have found uh, uh, T-shirts. I found all kinds of things, just random things that she finds in the house and will take them out. I found shoes, Mm -hmm. um, everything outside. And then, of course, it's like, you know, ripped up as well too so I, I i feel you on that for sure so this is how i can tell if he steals something we have his kennel set up in our entryway just because occasionally he likes to go in there and lay down it's not very often especially when we're home however if i hear him go into his kennel 
he has something. So I've got to go investigate. And it's something he's either pulled off the counter. He got from God knows where. But he's trying to cram it into his mouth and eat it. Oh, that's right. Because he's bigger. So he can, like, get up on the counter, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, my dog's yep. smaller. I didn't even think about that. So, funny story. This is probably about two weeks ago. We received our tax information in the mail. Oh, no. Our packet to fill out and all of that <laughs> stuff. There was nothing uh-huh. in I mean, it was tax paperwork, but yeah. it wasn't like W-2s or anything like that. Oh, okay. okay. So, I go out into the living room, and I'm like, are you kidding me? He got a hold of the, the envelope. It's a good-sized envelope. It looked like it snowed in the house. He shredded oh it. And so oh Blake comes out there and he's like, what's wrong? And I said, well, the dog just, you know, ate our tax paperwork. My son, God bless his heart, started crying. I'm like, why are you crying? He thought oh. we were going to jail because he didn't think we'd be able to pay our taxes. <laughs> I know. Oh and I'm like, it's fine. It is fine. I know. He was Where like, you, he, what is he watching? Ozark? What? I have no idea what the kid's watching, but he thought Brett and I were going to be going to jail because the dog, the dog ate our homework, basically. Yeah. He thought you were going to jail. Yes. Watching, so. I want to know what he's been watching. I want to know where he got that from. <laughs> yes. Where, so God bless him. mind go to that? Yep. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. And the dog also likes to dig. You need to see our backyard. What was once a lovely backyard is nothing but holes like he's digging to China. Oh, my gosh. Everywhere. Our backyard is destroyed. No, you have such Mm. a nice backyard, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's destroyed. So, yes, Uh. I need to know how to break them of the stealing things and eating them, the digging of the holes, and the biting. Okay. We need to work on all that. I need half of those, too. I need, I need, I need answers. If you he also answer, doesn't stay. Right. Like, if I tell him to sit down and stay, forget it. If I open the front door to let somebody in, he would be down the street in a matter of seconds. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And it's not for lack of us trying to discipline and train. He just has no desire to listen. Sounds like a bulldog. You know, I don't know. Uh, what I can say is if you have the answers to any of these or if you have any tips, please let us know. Go to our Instagram and let us know because we need these answers. All right, go to our Instagram, The Dog Mom Show, and uh, help us out because I know we're not the only ones. We <laughs> can't be the only ones. No, no. Anybody who's had a puppy or I would say anybody who's had a dog has probably had at least one of these issues. But if you've had a puppy, you definitely have had these issues. And you know, before we got Xander, I always told Brett, I said, you know, when we get a dog, we're going to get the biggest jerk dog of them all because Pepper was so good. Uh, he never did anything wrong. I never heard that dog growling anybody. He was just, he was a perfect dog. So I said, I guarantee you, mark my words, the next dog we get is going to be on the complete opposite end of the spectrum from what Pepper was. And well, it's true. He's nothing like, like you, Pepper was. You have uh, made that happen for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully it's just the age. And from, from my experience, they tend to start chilling out around a year old or so. But Well, yeah. And we just got him neutered about a month ago. And so okay. he, he, he has calmed down tremendously. 
I mean, okay. he still has his moments. However, the stealing and the eating things, that has not stopped. It, it's the jumping and he's not biting as much, but he's still doing it. But it's yeah. not as bad as it was from before we got him neutered. Somebody somebody out there has those answers. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get those answers. I'd like to know what they are. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Gina, thank you for being with us. I really do appreciate it. And this is this has actually been really fun. And I knew Pepper. I have yet to meet Xander. I hope I will meet him someday very, very soon. Well, of course. And I And I wish you luck. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're going to have to come back. We'll talk about some other stuff. All right. So next week, we'll talk with the owner of the Hypochlorous Company who has produced what I consider a miracle product you can not only use throughout your house, but on your dog's skin, cuts, infections, wrinkles, rashes, their eyes. It's so much more. You need to hear about all that it can do. It's truly amazing. Don't forget to check us out on the web at thedogmomshow.com and on Instagram at thedogmomshow. Thanks for listening, and hey, give your dog a hug for me.